Hello, and welcome to Dice Try, the Dungeons and Dragons podcast inspired by whimsical works of old, such as Wizard of Oz and Phantom Tollbooth. My name is Daniel Schaub, and I am your dungeon master and host. On the previous episode of Dice Try, our group of adventurers headed out to find the so-called temple of the Lord Magician, and inside they found the Journal of the Lord Magician, which referred to another place that he had run off to to hide. At the same time, a group of slungs, humanoid dog people, arrived. Doug lit one of them on fire (laughs) rather violently. It's a very exciting episode. You should listen to it. Hello, and welcome back to episode four of Dice Try. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yesterday was just Thanksgiving. I hope you all had a wonderful time and filled your gullets. Oh, yes. That's my favorite part of Thanksgiving is filling my gullet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here with all my players, Paul, Earl, Krista, and our audio engineer, GTM, which stands for our great... Turkey man. <laughs> great turkey man. <laughs> great turkey man. We have him here in the studio today. The great turkey man himself. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Not just a regular turkey man. So uh, I'm going to go around the room and ask you some Thanksgiving related questions. <laughs> Paul, oh. what dessert do you identify with most at Thanksgiving time? Oh, probably the why is it called? I think it's a sweet potato. Sweet potato pie? Pie. It, it's not a pie. Uh, got a, it's sweet potatoes with like. Candied yams? Candied yams. That's it. Mm. That's I the one. Because it's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Just yes. like you, Paul. Yay! <laughs> Earl. Yes. Do you prefer breaded stuffing or rice stuffing? Okay, uh, so uh, I would say I prefer breaded stuffing, but not in a like, oh, I like bread over red. Like, so Thanksgiving is really weird in my family because I am Korean American. We don't always do stuffing. Actually, we don't always do turkeys. Like my mom usually, because it's also one of those things where like with, with Thanksgiving for my family, it's my brother lives in D.C. I live in L.A. Like my parents are in Chicago. It's this weird sort of like spanning the entire country kind of thing. Because of that, we usually only meet once during the holidays. So usually it's either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And when that happens, my par- we just sort of make dinner. Last year for Thanksgiving, my family was like, we're going to do beef wellingtons because fuck turkeys. <laughs> um, and then like the year before, like my brother made like a pork roll or like a stuffed pork loin thing, you know. So like it's, you know, we're also like... Our Thanksgiving table always has kimchi, so, you know, there's that. Uh I would say I feel like bread stuffing is just more of a novelty for me. Like, oh, dang, if you have a cornbread stuffing, then I am all up in that. That sounds like See, I've never heard of any of these other stuffings. (laughs) Yeah, but I've actually, like, to be completely honest, I don't think I've ever had a rice stuffing. I've never had that. Is that an Iowa thing? I don't think it is. (laughs) My my mom makes it a a, real thing. Puerto Rican style stuffing. So she'll, like, make it with a little bit of adobo. She'll do mofongo stuffing. Puerto Rican food is, like, on another so level. good. Oh, yeah. So good. <laughs> bread stuffing, even better. Cornbread stuffing. Mm. Cornbread stuffing. Nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> Krista. Yes. I have a question for you. <laughs> you have the choice between goose, duck, or turkey. 
Which do you choose? <laughs> what are you trying um, to say? I'm uh, heavily, heavily persuaded to say a turducken. Um, I guess that's... So I will say I have never had either duck or or goose. Duck? <laughs> duck, duck or goose. Duck, duck or goose. I've only had turkey. And chicken. So I've had all all three. Duck is really fatty. Goose is super weird. Yeah, Yeah. well, I would imagine they're huge. They're weird birds. Duck is really good, though. Yeah, you're right, though. It's greasier. Yeah, it's It's like chicken, but uh, greasier. I have a friend who, um, shout out to one Kim Cunningham out in New York City, uh, who made what was called a turfucking goosin (laughs) that was uh, duck. Turkey goose turducken, basically. So there was because the goose is larger than because the turkey. The, because the goose is larger than the turkey. So she she deboned a duck, put it inside the turkey, and then I think manipulated the turkey so it would fit inside the the, the goose. And each of the layers were separated. Like there was like a was, she did something like a sausage and like sage between the the duck and the turkey and then the between the um uh turkey and the goose was like a she, there was like seafood and stuff like there was like shrimp and was like it the and one like with a, like crab legs no, out of no 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 it wasn't meant to be like a like a wild like cthulhu thing but it was like just a she just made the 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 inner la- layer that separated the turkey and the goose it was like a uh, I think it was like shrimp and 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 crab meat that were like it was made into like a I don't know. That sounds it, so decadent. It was it like I it's too yeah. much. That's too much for me. But anyways, to fucking goosens, they are possible. <laughs> I say that both sounds delicious and horrifying and horrifying. Yes, but also how does humans are work? terrible? There are bones in the way of the debone. So the 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 the. But how does it keep its shape? Because the last one has the bone. So so the the largest cavity retains its Jesus. Its its I think bony structure, and then but the then he's other... not to cut through bone to get into. It. I don't understand. Is it, I think maybe the you can't actually, just like slice wait, 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 wait. off like a lovely little like. Wait, actually, I think they're all deboned. Now that I think about it, I think it's yeah. all sort of, and then it's made into a into a, <laughs> yeah, a loaf. That makes more sense. I don't remember. We were all. It's. It was a while ago. I was altered. <laughs> uh, let's just leave it at that. Um, Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> I hope you're listening to this while you're in line at four o'clock in the morning. Mom, I'm sorry. And if you weren't a vegetarian before, you are now. (laughs) (laughs) So let's jump into our episode. Oh, yeah. So when we left off, you guys were headed towards Split Valley in the Treader's Veins. And you are running off as you hear the sklungs barking in agony as they are... Gulping okay. their last breaths. Yeah, and then <laughs> Don't look back, guys. Just don't look back. Just keep running. Just keep running. And a little bit of water seeping through the cracks in the door. I just keep my eyes straight fixed on that last sklung that's watching us through the window as we as we run back. Like I'm attached onto onto Doug. Doug's running, and I'm turned around, and I just dead eye lasers <laughs> watching the life drain out of him. Wow. Um, Puddles. That, uh, you okay? His name <laughs> is Puddles. I've seen some things, man. Those sklungs are bad news. Hey, hey, Everyone hey. I see just... Hey, I know. It's okay. I need to watch the life it's drain okay. out of their eyes to okay. make sure they're dead. I thought I had problems. I've been through some shit. 
Do, <laughs> there. do you need a hug? It's all right. I'm going to hug myself. And you fall off of Doug's back. <laughs> no, you're like, you're like, no, I just, trying to hug, no, I, but you're I, still I just wrapped tighten around. I my wrap around Doug. <laughs> so I just choke him a little. <laughs> you're choking me! Okay. <sighs> okay, where are we going? We are going to Split Valley. Oh, east to the Split Valley. Are we going east anymore? I don't even know. Is it to the east? Um... It is to the west, actually. Oh, we're lying. The east. The east, not the east. So this split. Now, what's? You keep saying this word, ice cream. So you take cow milk and, and you do make what it into what? It. You can form milk into balls. Yes, like cheese, but not no. Like curtain. Like it's a soft dessert. Oh, with sugar. Yes. Do we have an equivalent of ice cream in our world? Does the actual I don't, I don't ice to, cream make I don't mean to put this on you. Do we, would we have it? <laughs> I don't know. You've heard uh, that they have ice cream or something like ice cream in a place called the Sugar Whip Mountains. Oh, so it's sweet and it's made of milk and it's cold, you say? Yes, freezing. I believe we have something similar to this. Really? Uh, but we can only find it in our, uh, our Sugar Whip Mountains. They're very... Uh, they're very cold, and they're north of here? Yes. North of here. <laughs> well, I don't know what to do then. We, If we go to Split Valley, and it's not what we're going for, maybe we should go to this ice cream place. Which which area is closer to us at the current moment for us to go uh, to? Split Valley. Split Valley is I closer. say we go Split Valley first, and yeah. then... All right. Split Valley it is. So you start of your way towards Split Valley, and this is going to be... <laughs> Kind of a longer journey. Oh, should we have prepared? Well, actually, we're just gonna cut away from you guys for just a minute, <laughs> and we're gonna do meanwhile. <gasps> meanwhile, <laughs> in other parts of Aloha, we see roving bands of kobolds and sklungs rampaging through town, stealing things, taking food and shelter from the people who live there. Chaos is starting to spread around Aloha, just like. Stimley had warned about, Chaos. and then we cut, and we're looking at the capital city of Aloha, the home of the Lord Magician, which is this mountaintop intercut with railway lines of steel and moving train cars powered by alchemical purposes, spiraling up into the air together with a large steel structure on top, oh. and camped out around the base of this spire stone, you see multiple armies. Mm. camped out at the foot of the tower and each army their tents are a different color there's like orange and purple and green it seems forces are gathering around the capital city that if the lord magician doesn't return somebody should be taking over but who is it gonna be Shit. Oh shit. Uh, and then we cut back to you guys who are happily walking along and whistling to yourselves we're all doing we're doing this into your ear. <laughs> okay, knock it off! Uh you know, lighting up, bud. You don't like you don't like songs when you're traveling? I do like songs. I just I'm I'm I need some quiet after quiet. that. There was a lot going on back there. I saw bulldogs being burned alive. Uh, they're not bulldogs. They're called sklungs. Fine. They're bad news. 
Where do they come from? <laughs> the slum capital of <laughs> You don't know. Uh, I don't know, man. They they travel in roving wild packs. They attack people pretty much on sight. They have no qualms with stealing candy from children. Wow. That's pretty intense. And they deserve to die like dogs. Jesus. Not that dogs deserve to die. Dogs are adorable. I love dogs. But, you know, like the rabid, crazy ones that can't listen to reason and want to kill you. For I get reason. it. Yeah. Okay. Is there anywhere to stop on the way to Splits Valley? Split Valley? Uh, There's a village called Abersong nearby. There's a village called Abersong nearby. Maybe we should stop there on the way so we can gather materials and Yeah, it's stuff. a bit, bit further up. We'll have to walk to it. It'll take yeah, like a day or two. Took a, a day or two. There's uh, county fills. There's big gaps in between the cities. Yeah. Damn. I mean, you're lucky. There's even a path, man. Yeah. Everything's sore. Well, I never walk this much. Even you, from the parking lot to the Mart Mart, I can't walk this much. What's what, a parking lot? What do you do in Mart Mart that makes it so you don't have to walk? I'm so just the greeter you, there. Do you fly? Do you I have wish. Magic? No. Are you sure? I just tell people hello when they come in. Oh. Why do you do that? Because it's my job. But why is it a job? So I have to have money to pay for things. I know, that's not what I'm asking. But I mean, why is greet greeting people. people a job? Oh. You have to walk for a little bit further, but you eventually start to see the outline of Aversong in the distance, which is a small town comprised of a few houses, a general store, tavern... The usual things you would see in a city like this, but Aversong is also the hub of half a dozen rail lines that run across county fields, actual trains powered by alchemical purposes that can quickly travel great distances. The tracks all crisscross through the open fields to here, and they meet at these crossroads where there is a switcher that allows the train cars to switch tracks easily in, in a 360-degree pattern, so mm. you can move around. And a town like this should be well-populated with all these people working at the switcher line. Mm-hmm. But as you approach the village, you see that Aversong actually appears to be abandoned. And there are carts overturned, windows broken, oh. clothing left flapping on laundry lines, and a train car is actually sitting on the switcher that's in the center of town. Uh-oh. What happened here? This doesn't seem right. Can I make an investigation check to see like if there's any signs of like the sklung is like coming in and raiding or more of a sure. Can I? Ooh, that didn't sound good. <laughs> Search for any life. Sure. Uh, fourteen. Need the same for me. Twelve. Oh. Nineteen. Okay. And you're searching for people. Searching, searching. Uh, that would be intelligence. Oh, okay. Yeah. Twenty-one. Okay. So it seems like the town might have been raided. There's a bunch of busy footprints along the grass, and it seems like some of the doors have actually been attacked with weapons. There's actually, like, clothing and items strewn about on the ground. Blood? As if people were grabbing stuff and running from the town, and it just, like, dropped out of their arms. Hmm. Okay. You don't see blood. Bodies? Nothing. Uh, you don't see any bodies? But uh, as Doug is looking around, he follows some of the tamped-down grass around the outside of the village. And sure enough, he comes upon a small 
group of people who are huddled in the grass nearby, and they just like, ah, please don't hurt us. I'm not. I'm not gonna hurt you. What? What happened here? They they came in the kobolds. They just took over the town, man. Kobolds. Kobolds. They're uh, bad dudes. Kind of evil looking. They look, you know what the Sklungs? They have different faces than the Sklungs, but they're kind of like that. So bad guys. Bad guys. Okay. Bad news. Well, what are you doing over here? We had, we had nowhere to go. The nearest town is miles away, and the kobolds came here for our food and scraps. We figured they would just leave eventually, but they've just been staying here this whole time. Where have they been staying? Uh, they're staying at the train station. And you can see on the far side of the center of town, there's a large steel building, which has one of those big open doors to put train cars mm. through. How many? About how many of them are there, you think? Uh, I don't know. There was like half a dozen or so. I see. None um, of this would have happened if the Lord Magician was still around. Yes, that is... Seems to be the case. We're uh, currently looking for the Lord Magician. Have you maybe perchance seen or heard of him? No, I wish. We need that kind of hero right now. That's true. Uh, how long has it been since the 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 kobolds have been here? Uh, like a day, maybe? A day. All right. Have any of you? Did any of you put up a fight? Has anyone been injured? As far as I know, nobody's been hurt. But all right. we can't hide out in this grass forever. No, you can't. Um, all right, we'll uh, we'll try and take care of it. What are we gonna do? Gonna kill some motherfuckers. Honda. Uh, Why does the bloodlust keep moving around? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think uh, we'll probably have to get a little closer. They say there's about six of them, half a dozen. There might be more. Can we take them? I don't know about you, Mart Mart, but Vonda seems pretty confident, but I, I'd prefer to know everything before we get into this fight, mainly because mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to do. Uh, oh, this is called a strategy meeting. We're trying to strategize how to take this battle that's going to be coming. We had the same thing in Mart Mart. Great. <laughs> battle, though. <laughs> well, you know, but, but you get it. Yeah. So, um... We're gonna we're gonna have to make our way towards the, the train station. I think if we can, when we get there, maybe try and do some sneaking around, doing some reconnaissance, trying not to get seen. Uh, the best element we have right now is surprise, so let's try and uh, maintain that, shall we? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's have these people start doing something. Do you know when? Because uh, they go out to forage or raid or whatever, and then they come back in, right? Usually, they've been in there for a while now. I don't know what they're doing. Oh, you have, they haven't left. No, they've been hanging out in there for a while. Okay. They must have found, you know, they're curious, so they like to play around with things, and there's lots of things in that station house to play around with. It's true. It's mainly just trains in there, yeah? Well, I mean, it's also the refueling station. We have chemicals and gases in there to refuel the train cars. Oh. Now... Last time I checked, this uh, these compounds are pretty volatile, right? I mean, some of them are, but you have to mix them correctly. We keep them in their base elements, otherwise they'd explode. All right. Thanks. <laughs> you, uh, y'all wait right here and stay tight. We'll, uh, we'll come back for you. Okay. Good luck. Thanks. There's a possibility we could maybe 
take care of all of them by just making the chemicals sort of mix. Maybe it'll cause an explosion. That'd be really fun. I do have some poison spray if we just want to knock them out. Okay, I mean, that's that's cool too. It might disrupt the whole, you know, flow of commerce in this area and be a really devastating blow to the economy here, so maybe that's not the best idea. It's, a, it's, a, it's you know... <laughs> it's a it, last... It's, it's a last It doesn't ditch spread. Out, you know. It's kind of local, and huh. I would say that that as opposed to exploding yeah, no, the I was, city. I'm, 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 I, I was talking about the explosion. Oh, okay. Being the worst option. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Got it's a be- it's a better option yeah. than explosion. But you know, we have the explosion. We have options if we need it. You want to just fight him? Yeah. Well, well, usually that's usually if, if worse comes to worse, then we'll have to get to the poisoning and the exploding. But yeah, two against six isn't really a fair fight. Yeah, anyways. we'll see. They're kind of tough. They're a little two. wily. Two against two against six. six. <laughs> Mart, Mart, you gonna help us? I don't know. Can I? I don't know. You could do other things aside from fighting. I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> I can do other things? Like I don't watch. know, but we'll take... You got eyes? But we'll take our risks. I can fight, okay? Oh, okay. This one time, okay. this guy tried to steal my lunch money. Uh-huh. I didn't let him. Uh-huh. How big was the guy? Hulk. I beat him up. And how old were you? Dang. Vanquisher of lunch money stealers. Uh-huh. Wow. Impressive. What a feat. Yeah. Yeah, I beat him up so hard. Sure, you know what? You know what, Mart Mart? Let's get on in there. Let's yeah. go yeah. just swords blazing, huh? Well you've got your that. you've got your bonkin stick, right? You still have your bonkin Could stick. Could he use a sword? But yes, yes, I have that. Ow up to the sword. Yeah, let's start with the bonking stick. Hey, I hit the wizard's glass. You did. Uh-huh, you, you did. Stationary man. Let's just do this, okay? <laughs> you, you hit a Bullshit. you hit a you hit an old stationary man trapped inside of a now, glass remember, jar. Now remember, we're going for the element of surprise, <laughs> which means we have to sneak and not be seen. Or I, I just imagine these villagers just being like, "What the fuck is <laughs> going on?" <laughs> <laughs> now. Let's sneak in there. All right, so can you make stealth checks for me? Yes. This is a 20 plus your dexterity. Oh, beautiful. 17. 12. 11. So you all stealthily move your way up to the train yard. It's this big steel building. There's several train cars kind of halfway sticking out of the front of the building. Mm -hmm. And you're going to peek your head inside and you see there's these big vats of chemicals for refueling. And there's a group of humanoid individuals with reptilian skin, long snouts, and pointed ears. Uh, These are kobolds. They're about three to four feet tall, give or take. And they're all standing around the base of these big chemical containers. And one of them has a hose plugged into the nozzle of one of these things. And he put the other end of the nozzle oh in God. his mouth. Oh my God. They're definitely getting, getting high. <laughs> and all the other kobolds laugh at him like. Wow. So, it's a tyrannus. The fact that you can do that more. Can I get ten feet close to them? Uh, I would say you need to roll again. We have to sneak again. To sneak okay. closer. And uh, one of the kobolds pulls the nozzle off of the container, and he moves over to the next one, and he. Thirteen. I rolled a net twenty. Nice. 
Yeah, it seems that these are like base gases that they're so like helium, <laughs> argon, and stuff like that. that they're so their voices are just modulating <laughs> super, yeah. super high. Super low. Yeah. So, yeah, they're all laughing at each other, just slobbering and saliva as they're hitting these gases over and over again. <laughs> Is there any way I can, like, I wonder how I should do this. I want to see if I can get them to inhale it at all, just like directly. Cool. I don't know. Oh, can you climb up to the top of a? Can I like, take of one of the things and just like poison it, or something? Or I mean, it would be more simple to just extend well, my hand out. Poison and be like, spray poison is spray. just like. Oh, you skin spray. Product. Yeah, you spray it out. Oh, it's it a skin out. thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. you spray it out at them. So, so I just get as close as I can, into the ten feet, and go. So you open up your hands and green poisonous liquid sprays out sprays onto their skin. Can you read poison spray for me real quick? You extend your hand towards a creature you see within range and and project a puff of noxious gas from your palm. The creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d12 poison damage. Okay. What's your DC? 13. 13? You can go ahead and roll for damage. We're punching in. Yeah. Um. Get so 1d12. I never use this one. Five. Five? So this little puff of green gas sprays out over a column. He goes... <laughs> and he coughs up like a giant black goober as he takes five damage. And the kobolds all start to turn in your direction and go... Swords out. And let's stick out for initiative. <laughs> yeah, 20. So 23. Or 20. Four decks. 22. 14. <laughs> Are you just rolling really low? Roll the right dice, right? <laughs> D20. You might need to put that. You might need. You, you might want to switch. If you want to switch out with a different die, we've got. You need, need to, show you to shun, shun a bad, a bad dice. Oh, good to know. Puddle the cuddle. Puddle the cuddle first. You're within 30 feet of the nearest one. Um, I'm gonna go for the one that she just poisoned, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna pop my attacks okay. off on him. So pulling out your short sword. Yep. <laughs> Little teddy bear runs forward. <laughs> he scuttles forward, and then, um, I mean, he's going to try and... The way Puddle tries to attack usually is by bouncing off of things. So he's going to try and jump up onto a thing to ricochet, and then either slash at head or throat or possibly arm. Something vital. Okay. Uh, I rolled a 17. That will hit. Pow, a short sword is a d6. D6. That's what I said. Then you can choose either your strength or your dexterity. Yeah, I'll go strength. Five. You bounce yourself off of a little Boink. railing, and you come up and... <laughs> and the short sword throws itself into the skull Jesus. of the kobold. Yes. Badass. As you yank it back out with a little sickening crunch, the kobold falls to the ground. Boom. One down. One down. <laughs> Five more, and it is now their turn. Cobalt number two, like, pulls out his little sharp bow, and he's going to try and ping a shot off a fit puddle. Okay. Your AC is... Uh, 12. Uh, did you say there was armor for us? Yeah. So it should be 12 plus your dexterity modifier. Yeah, so 14. Okay, so that actually will miss. <laughs> Number three comes around and he tries to stab up 
puddle. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's gonna hit you. Damn. And you take two damage. All right. Because they are not very strong. We can deal with that. Uh, number four pulls out his bow and he tries to shoot at Vonda. Okay. That should hit you because that's a 15. And a little arrow cuts you in the shoulder and does two damage. Yeah. Number five charges towards Doug. Great. And pulls out his little not dagger. Not smart. <laughs> you, you do still have like three feet on this thing. Yeah. So you yeah. Should. And you just easily kind of... Huh? As this dagger goes past you. <laughs> what? And the last one also tries to take a shot at Doug, but misses. Did this little rat demon try to stab me? Yeah. <laughs> and that actually brings us to Doug's turn. Boom. I'll take the stick. And I will play golf. <laughs> All right. Swing. So you're going to roll a d20 and add two. Okay, oh, so that's going to miss. <laughs> you miss with your big golf swing and just kind of frustrated. <laughs> just like golf. <laughs> you, so you swing your hand and you just like, you know when you do a bad golf shot and you just like hold it in your left hand and go, oh, come on. You hold out your right hand and a beam of energy shoots out from it and you never knew you could do that. Holy shit. Shit, dude, you didn't tell us you had that. I didn't know. Dog of Mart Mart, that's a rad power. Yeah. <laughs> and a little bit of this blue energy stands from your hand and it hits one of the cobalts in the chest and you see this like biting freeze cold crawl over it a little bit. It doesn't take a lot of damage in general, but it takes some. You were starting to get the idea that maybe you have powers here. Vonda, it is your turn. Yeah, but where, in terms of like where I am, where are the majority of the, um... Cobalt? Yeah. Is there anywhere they're grouped together? So yeah, you were standing in between two train cars with the platform in front of you, and most of them are, are in front of you. Like, one is to the side of you because it came to, to try and stab Doug, but... Okay, I cast Entangle in that area. Okay. And could you read Entangle for me in the audience? Grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground in a 20-foot square starting from the point within range. For the duration, these plants turn the ground in the area into difficult terrain. A creature in the area where you cast a spell must succeed a strength saving throw or be restrained by entangling plants until the spell ends. A creature restrained by the plants can use its action to make a strength check against your spell save DC. On a success, it frees itself. When the spell ends, the conjured plants will wilt away. So that does include me fellas but that's fine that's fine so a even through the stone and metalwork of the train yard and the gravel these weeds appear and start trying to wrap up around everybody's feet and it seems to be some magical force that Vonda is casting Whoa. as we come back to the top of the round and puddle Mm-hmm. I know that this isn't the explicit use of Squishy Body, but would Squishy Body allow me some sort of advantage in getting out of the ensnarings? I have to free myself, right? Yeah. yeah. So for people at home, Squishy Body is a special ability that <laughs> puddles have that because they're teddy bears. They can fall from great heights I or made squeeze, a them, squeeze themselves into smaller spaces because their bodies are malleable. Um, sure, I'll give you advantage to Sweet. Actually, you get a dexterity saving throw first to oh. avoid being restrained. Okay, great. Oh, uh, 19. Okay, so <laughs> you're totally fine. I didn't even need to use it. And uh, there are five more kobolds. Um, 
one that's taken damage from the energy beam that sprouted forth from Diggs. Oh, yeah. Is that one, though, also the one that hit me? Uh, yes. Yeah. Or oh. he missed, actually. Oh, he, oh, right, he missed. Well, he came for me. Yeah. He must die. <laughs> so you run up to him, short sword swinging yeah, in the person. air, mm-hmm. bouncing off like a like a luchador. Yep, doing a little doing a little ricochet. Oh, 12. Uh, that actually hits. Oh, oh. Nice. all right. They're not wearing armor either. Oh, sweet. Great, great, great. Well, pa-pow. Three. Okay. The kobold in front of you is going to first make a dexterity saving throw to avoid being restrained, which he fails. <laughs> so what he does is just pulls out his dagger and tries to stab you with it. <laughs> All right. That's a miss. Kobold number three pulls out his bow and tries to shoot you with it. Uh, 14. Hits you. Yeah, he hits the Uh He's not restrained. Oh, he's not restrained. Okay. Damn. Two damage. Okay. Uh, number four is restrained. Ha ha. And he fires off his bow at Vonda, but misses. Ha ha. And number five is not restrained. So he runs up and swings his dagger at Vonda. Four. Two damage. Mm-hmm. And then number six runs forward to Doug and takes a little swipe at you, sir. Uh, that misses, though. Ha! And that brings you us around to you, Doug. I'm gonna take another swing. Okay. But I think I'm gonna go downward. Alright. Like Just that, yeah. Like, over the top of the head. Yeah. You would need to check if you're... Oh, fine. okay. So, yeah, roll this d20 and add your dexter to bonfire. 15. So you are not stuck. Okay. And then you swung downward. So that plus your proficiency bonus, which is two. Okay, so and, you, and your strength modifier. Twelve plus uh, two. Fourteen. Fourteen. That hits. All right. And uh, your staff is a D8. So you roll that and add your strength modifier to determine how much damage you do this one. Okay. Eight. Not Ooh, nice. Damn. Max damage. Eight Boom. plus two is ten. Thanks. Got stars around it. Nice. <laughs> uh, more like. And you see its neck disappear in the shoulders. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you brained it. <laughs> Jesus. And just his head is now sitting on top of his shoulders, and his neck bones are somewhere inside of his chest. <laughs> oh my falls god. Backwards. Paulo calls over. It's your first kill! It felt great! There's blood all over your shoes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Vonda. Uh, how close is, am I to, to any one of them? I think the closest one is about next to the puddle, so 30 feet away. Okay, so, and if I, can I get a safe distance without being entangled, and, or would the entanglement spell... It includes you as includes well. Me. Actually, you know what? I'm going to throw my dagger at one of them. Okay. <laughs> yeah, whichever, whichever one is not surrounded by these two. Okay. Great. There's several that were shooting with their bows. So that's a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. And your proficiency bonus. That would be an 11. So that misses, unfortunately, and now your dagger, dagger somewhere clatters across the stones. That was my the my size dagger. I still have the other dagger, which is people size. So. Okay, it is Paul's turn. So one of them hit me, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to hit that one back. 12. Ah, uh, that hits. Oh. <laughs> Brilliant. D6. Four. Four damage. Puddle once again comes along and he cuts into the chest by cutting off one of the arms in the way. Take that! And now there are three left. They're kind of afraid of Puddle now because he just took out two of them. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> one takes a shot at Puddle for one damage. Another takes a shot at Puddle for another one damage. So in total, between three attacks, you take four. They just all, they keep your distance. They don't even care if the vines are catching them now. They just stay away and fire their bows off at you. I'm at four. I might need to have a potion soon. And Doug, it's your turn. I would like to use my newfound powers on uh, one of them. Okay. I guess it doesn't matter which. So you get to choose one of these. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder. Damn. Let's do acid. Okay. Yes. So Brutal. it needs to make a dexterity saving throw, which Brutal. it got a nat one. <laughs> oh, it's so, fucked. <laughs> and then you roll a d8 to determine the damage for this energy beam. Is this the eight? Yeah. No. Okay. Two. Two? Well, I'm going to double that since he rolled a nat one. <laughs> you pulled out your hand and this energy beam shoots forth from your hand and sprays this thing right in the face. Jesus. And just, <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, you just watch its nose melt off. Yeah, it's just <laughs> strips of flesh starting to peel off. Delicious. Yanda. I don't want to, I guess I'll... Poison, no. Poison spray is very directly at one single person, right? Yep. Okay, so I'm gonna poison spray the person that I had aimed at with the dagger. Uh, so he needs to make a dexterity saving throw? A constitution saving throw. Okay. So he'll take half damage from that. Okay. So, 1d12. 12 is The one that you rarely use. Yes, I'm like, <laughs> I've never used this Dang. Eleven. Eleven. That is five. Um, it is the same one that Doug sprayed in the face with acid. Jesus, poor guy. Acid and poison, it's just not having a good day. And it just <laughs> slams onto the ground. Its hands like still clutching its face. But as its snout begins to melt, the hands just like slowly fall back through its own face. It's <laughs> beautiful. Puddle, it's your turn. All right, uh, who is the next The next one is about fucker. 15 feet away from you. All right, we're going to bound up and through. So there's Let's, only two, right? Yeah. Give it a little give it a little, little love with my pointy stick. 15. That hits. Damn it. Three. So it's the cobalt's turn. The one in front of you is drop its bow and try and stab you with its dagger. All right. Take two damage. All right. Uh-oh. I can get, I can get you with a healing word. And then the last cobalt tries to turn to run, but its feet get stuck in the vines, and it goes, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> falls face first into the ground. Is it, pr- is it prone, then? Yeah, it's lying prone. Sweet. That brings us to Big. What would you like to do? Well, he's stuck, right? Yeah, one of them's stuck on the ground, lying face. Lying face. <laughs> when the other... Lying against Puddle. I might want to go after that one since you're being attacked, right? I am at two health points, just yeah. saying. <laughs> I'm going to take on that guy. Uh, I think I'm just going to use my stick, okay. and I'm going to... I think I'm going to throw my stick at it. Okay. Like just like a spear. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See what happens. <laughs> Javelin. 17. With a modifier of, what is it, strength? Two. So, 19. Okay. <laughs> uh, roll a D8 for me. Five. Five? So, this curtain rod that you've been using as a weapon flies through the air. And, and you and the cobalt are like face to face. You have your short sword up. He has a stagger up. And he's like. <laughs> Kurt Rod catches him in the temple and he drops to the ground. (laughs) Good throw! 
Uh, Yanda, it's your turn. Um, or Vonda. What did I say? Va- Yanda. Yanda. Vonda. Vonda, did you watch? Uh, I'm going to send a healing word towards uh, Puddle. Okay. You want me to read out healing word uh, for the audience? Sure, for the audience. A creature of your choice that you can see within range That's regains me. hit points equal to 1d4 plus your spell ability modifier. This spell has no effect on undead or constructs. But for the purposes of this, Puddle is a construct, but we're going to use just regular healing okay. for him. Because okay. otherwise it would get super messy on how to explain it. Yeah. Or it'd be like, I can only heal myself if I have more stuffing and yarn. Yeah. Red. My spellcasting ability is proficiency wisdom. plus wisdom. It's just wisdom. Just wisdom. Just wisdom. So you get six points. Boom. Back up to eight. And Huddle, it is your turn. All right, where's this last fucker? He's lying in the ground, like oh, ten yeah. feet from you. Can I do like a? Can I do like a cool like bounce off of something, flip over something, dual? <laughs> like if you want to do all that, that spine, uh, I might need you to make an acrobatics check. All right. <laughs> Damn it. Eight. <laughs> It's a little more rumbly tumbly, like when you go than you would probably like. <laughs> and then uh, you can roll <laughs> to attack. Nat 20. 20. Okay, well, you would have advantage on the attack anyway, so. On a nat 20 for attacks, you roll your normal die, and then we're just gonna double the number on awesome. the die. Four adding strength. Uh, four. Four? Yes. Plus. Yeah, I did the plus, so it's... So you come down, and you stab him in the back, and he's like... (laughs) (laughs) He's still alive, and he, like, is lying face down on the ground, and he's like, puts his hands behind his head. (laughs) Got a question, this one. Well, I agree. So we're moving out of combat, so we're no longer in initiative order. Uh, now the plant spells that is kind of holding him in place fade back. Instead, a short sword that's pinned through his shoulder is holding him to the concrete. <laughs> and around you are the bodies of several kobolds that have been cut up or had an energy beam melt their face or Smashed. a curtain rod <laughs> thrown at their skull. I don't want to find my dagger Paul again. of Mart Mart, <laughs> claim... We did it! We did! I, claim... Ah! Claim your ah! your bounties by searching those bodies and taking off whatever the things valuable, shiny things. That's the sweetest thing you've ever said to me. While Attaboy. he goes to do that, I'm going to start questioning the... So, huh? who do you work for? Me? I don't work for nobody. We work for ourselves, for food and scraps and That's an shiny unlikely things. story. Why are you here? You ruin those people's lives. Well... You know, the Lord Magician's Garden, we're just trying to have a bit of fun, aren't we? <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, fun is raping and pillaging an entire city. Now, nobody said anything about raping. That's quite extreme, young lady. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what you do. We all oh, know what you uh, do. I just came for a meal. <laughs> well, then why didn't you leave? Oh, they had a lot of food here, and the funny stuff that makes a funny voice. Is, He's a junkie. <laughs> yeah, so you, you like this stuff, huh? You like it? Yeah, yeah, I like it. We've been hiding out in corny fields for a long time. Usually we just steal clothing off the of lines, you know, but... Do you know where the Lord Magician went? No, and I hope he stays away. Is there anyone waiting for you to come back? Uh, my wife? <laughs> Your wife? And kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, so you have wife and kids. You have a kids and wife thing going now, and, huh? And where are they? Uh, back at home. In the and, fields? And, you know, my grandparents really depend on me, too. <laughs> really? Uh, in our village nearby. Which if village If I go nearby? back there, I'll never come again. Yeah. Well, I just don't, I don't either. Do we need him? Do we? Not really. Should we just kill him in cold blood, though? Oh, ah, that's not really a thing that I'd... Maybe we should take him prisoner. You know, why don't, why don't we just leave him here? There's some people I want you to meet. <laughs> Run over to the field where the villagers are hiding. We'll be like, hey, villagers. Um, yeah, what happened? You're, you guys are fine. We killed all the kobolds. We got we kept one of them. If y'all want to, I don't know. We don't know if you have courts or anything. Or yeah, this rock deserves a fair trial. <laughs> I don't know how you all do justice, but uh, we well, got one of them. Well, there are fair and just people around here. Well, there, there's one of them. We, we kept him as captive. The other ones, we were defending ourselves, so we had to kill them. I'm sorry. But we've got one of them. If you want to <laughs> lay down the law on him. Can do that? Yeah, I can do that. Great. Does anyone have a sandwich? We just saved your village and all. We're just really tired. We and can we make you a sandwich, yes. No. Very much do that. That would be really appreciated. Also, is there a tailor around? Because I've lost a bit of stuffing. <laughs> Uh, I'm like looking at my butt, like, does it look a little lumpy? There's a uh, Travic the Tailor. Uh, yes, hello, I am Travic the Tailor. <laughs> hello, hi Travic. Uh, I just seem to have lost a few threads while saving your village from these cobalt with my friends here. Would you be able to spare me some? Yes, of I your can very much sew you up because I am a tailor. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, man. Well, all right. The, the village is yours again, people. Hooray! So the people collect the kobold and throw him in their little jail cell, and you get sewn up by Travic the Tailor, who is very boringly talking to you. The oh, entire I love t- it, though. Oh. <laughs> yeah, keep talking, Travic. It, uh, it's helping me, helping me nap. While you're being, you know, treated to some sandwiches, and the uh, mayor of the city comes over, and he says, thank you very much for helping us. It was a was a wonderful thing you did for us. Is there any way that we could help you? Well, yeah. Where are you trying to get to? Where are you going? We're currently trying to get to Split, Split Valley. Well, once you know it, we're in the hub of transportation around here. <laughs> Gee. Wow. That was gonna be your answer Whoa. no matter where we were going to, wasn't it? What what convenience? I don't know what you're talking about. Here, have a brochure. Yeah. Have a brochure. Oh. The hub of convenience. And transportation. And transportation. Alright, uh well, would you be able to arrange a uh train for us? Yeah, I could probably get you anywhere you desire. <laughs> we questioned the kobold earlier, and we we possibly weren't getting through to him and asking him some questions about his motives or possibilities if he maybe be working in league with some other forces trying to overrun your town because we notice and realize that your town is an incredibly important transportation hub for this area. That it is. <laughs> do you do you know uh, anyone that who may be looking to threaten this area? We also know that the attacks have people have become more emboldened as the uh, Lord Magician has 
not been seen for some time. Well, you see, the thing is that I would say no normally, because kobolds don't really follow leaders, they just do whatever they want. It sounds more of like a sklung thing. They're led by a fella named Baron. Baron? Oh, for Baron. And he's always had a thing about the Lord Magician and not liking him much, and not liking the wonderful hub of transportation that the Lord Magician has built here. Yes, this Baron fellow, we've heard his name before. Oh, gosh, I hope he didn't try to harm you. Uh, well, I don't think it was him. It seemed as though his cronies were interested in... And finding out more about the Lord Magician, and we just so happened to get caught up in it. Now, do you know of any locations where uh, this Baron is known to reside? Well, he's a roving bandit. He mm-hmm. usually spreads his terror all across Connie Fields, but he's been known to go into Treader's Veins and other places such as that. I see. Can we help bolster your defenses at all? If they come again, which they most likely will, well, how do you think you could do You see, yourselves? we were caught surprise, by surprise, but we can send for police force from the capital, and they would get here quickly because... You are the, the hub, hub of, of transportation. transportation. That is correct. I will arrange for your transportation to the Treader's Veins. From here, Aversong, the hub of transportation, next time on Dice Tribe. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Dice Try. I'm your host, Daniel Schaub, and this episode's cast has included Paul Dixon, Earl Kim, and Crystal Llewellyn. This production has been edited by Gabriel Toya Melendez with special music provided by Glenn Davis. Please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Dice Try Podcast. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe and review. Yeah, this looks like a... That one's like gravel. I feel like this one's like space aliens. Oh god, they're here! Dice try ASMR. We're dice trying. Are, are you a dice trier? This is very calm there. I don't know about you, but I'm turned on right now. <laughs> <laughs>